This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, well, Taylor has spotted it. Wow. This would be the birthday cake. Now, this was, was Sam's birthday. Right, because it, w- it was your birthday, but it's also my birthday coming up. There was a surprise birthday party where I was given a ridiculous and incredible cake. Oh my gosh. It was a Flyers, Sixers, mm. Phillies, Eagles cake. You are currently crushing the Flyers portion, Taylor. Wow. This is really good. Uh, yeah, the cake's phenomenal. And truly, it was meant to be because I walked into your place. And the very first thing that I. The door opens. And Taylor I don't even know if the door sniffing out the cake, <laughs> and there it is on top of the fridge. It's not in an obvious spot. It's on top of the fridge, and you caught it. <laughs> you spotted it. Where's the cake? Get me the cake. Now you've had the cake. Well, I think the best portion. the best part about it was is that you didn't even have to open the door for me. No, that's I just true. you came just flying right uh, in. Hello, is anybody here? Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> that was great. You were scared. No, you were scared first, to death. I, you were like, I was. Whoa. I wasn't expecting it. I thought I was going to go and help you from outside. Instead, there you were, just looking for cake. All right, so so let's catch up. Let's catch up. Wow, a lot what? to get done, Taylor. This is an NFL podcast, by the way, with Taylor Bashadi and Sam Batesh. Yeah, and and you're here, and appropriately enough. We just enjoyed Thursday night football mm-hmm. along with cake. I'm and, still enjoying the cake. And skinny french fries, and you still are crushing cake. But there's a lot to get done this week, Taylor. I know we're going to take a look, obviously, at what just happened with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We're also going to do a little on... Niners at Rams. For sure. That's a huge game. Uh, then I think your favorite game we're going to play. Struggle bus. Which teams are on the struggle bus? Which players are on the star- struggle bus? That's a good one. And then we we're have do something a new, new. I know. I'm excited about this new bit. Uh, now, this was you your idea. Well, you don't know Crazy Cousin Jack, but I have a Crazy Cousin Hi, Jack. Jack. Yeah. Jack loves Let's Catch Up. And Jack suggested we do something amazing called Fantasy Fantasy, which is essentially what's your fantasy fantasy. And we'll tell you in a little bit. And then we're going to finish with something. I'm not quite familiar with it. What's it called that we finished with? Yay or nay. Yes. But in Fantasy Fantasy, Sam and I are both going to choose two players that we think are going to really crush it this week. This week. And we're going up against each other with just those two players. And whoever Or are we better. going up against each other? That's the, that's the bit. Mm. We pick our two. We see how they do. Of course, it's a suggestion to everybody listening. But then we decide based on Does that have which to be the same players. position? No. Just pick two players. We'll add up the points, and whoever loses buys cake. I mean, I mean we pretty probably, much do it every time it's anyway. That's pretty much what happens. I mean, there's constantly. So, okay. yes. Okay, let's catch up. Okay. Giants and Patriots coming into this game. I think the final outcome in the end looks like exactly what we thought. Yeah. But there was a lot that happened in between 35 to 14. Taylor. So, one thing that overall, I thought was. Overall, what do you think happened here in this game? 
where the Patriots come out on top, the Patriots are still undefeated. That's what we what all expected that was going to happen, except in the beginning it was closer than we thought it was going to be. When I was just doing, I just came from Fantasy League One, a show that I do on NFL Network, and we were discussing, we didn't want to say who's going to have a better game between Daniel Jones and Tom Brady, obviously. Can I just say, wait, no, I was, I was taking this in, what you were doing at NFL Network, and I think you're brilliant for what you suggested for people to watch during this game, because... Please explain. I just want to say that this, I thought this was a great, great point that you made about what to look for in this game and what you thought, even from a fantasy standpoint, would be worth looking at and worth comparing. And so then, though, rather than doing Daniel Jones, Tom Brady, we did Tom Brady or Patriots defense and special teams. Who would score more? Who would score more? And I, it's easy to just jump on the, of course, the quarterback, but because the Patriots defense and special teams has been so strong this year, I thought, let's, I'm going to go with them. And unfortunately, Tom Brady, for the first time probably ever, had two rushing touchdowns. Look, it's a push in the end because Brady had two touchdowns and the defense and special teams had two touchdowns. But I'm sorry, I'm giving you, tie goes to the runner in baseball, tie goes to Bashadi here because I You're think, so sweet. I'm giving it to you because it was much more unlikely yeah. that the defense and special teams would have more touchdowns. I feel Except- like you should be spotted half a point here, especially because there was the Chase Winovich special teams punt return touchdown, and then the incredible play to get the fumble return into the end zone for the touchdown. Both were more impressive than the Brady one-yard plunges into the end zone. And Brady, yeah. didn't, ha- and Brady didn't have a passing touchdown. Yeah, but I will say that the Patriots' defense is what continues to stand out to think everybody this year well again Daniel Jones was I, I still think when you watch this game you you're still impressed the by the Giants is. you're still impressed by the Giants the Giants were without their top two running backs without Saquon and Gallman and Gallman both out and then okay so then I'll turn to my tight end Ingram oh, oh no out. he's out too oh well at least I have my number one Water receiver, receiver. Oh, no out. Sterling Shepard he's out too so what Daniel Jones has been able to do this year is Utterly amazing. And there was something that I just saw just as I was putting my phone down. It kind of bothered me because, of course, on Twitter, you know, the Twitter universe. It's, it well, I'm sure mean. he's going to be called but out people, for the three interceptions, right? Well, right. Well, they're saying that Daniel Jones's three interceptions is more than Eli Manning has ever thrown against the Patriots in his five-year career. That's not fair. Okay, first of all, let's calm down. Because tonight, Taylor Thursday Swift night. would say you need to calm down. You need to calm down. And here's why. Because Eli Manning was on the sideline of this game. And Daniel helping Jones Daniel Jones it. learn about the Patriots, offering little tidbits of advice. But the guy that was in the game tonight with the 5-0 and Patriots, with the historic defense, he played an exceptional an game exceptional tonight. An exceptional game without any fact, of his top weapons surrounding yes. him. And of course, look, do we give Eli credit for what he's done in the past Absolutely. against the Patriots? Of course. He beat the perfect Patriots, the Tyree catch, the Manningham catch, everything that we've seen from Eli. But this was not a Super Bowl tonight. This was a Giants team that was woefully undermanned. And I think Daniel Jones not only held it together, had incredible poise, and Taylor, he's got the first passing touchdown against this Patriots defense. So mm-hmm. round of applause from me, certainly for Daniel Jones overall. But but go on. I know I know you were also thoroughly impressed with the Patriots defense. No, that you, you, you pretty much hit on it. I mean, I'm sorry. The, and the Van Oy touchdown, I, I want everyone to go back and watch the Van Oy touchdown, by the way. He's flying in midair and hitting the pylon as if he's been a running back for 15 years in the league. They are athletic. They have an eye for the ball. They're always in the right position. 
And that's why Daniel Jones struggled tonight in the end, because Gilmore is probably the best corner in football. I know you're going to challenge me on that, but I'm sorry. What we saw tonight was really next level out of them. And it's, it's really scary. It's scary. It, it's it's a terrifying thing that we don't talk about that much because... And I you know what else is really scary is that when Rob Gronkowski was asked tonight, or he's been asked multiple times, but he actually spoke on it tonight and said, somebody asked if would he consider coming back? And he uh-oh. said, if my body feels right, oh, no. I'm not oh, going to say no. no. Oh, no. I mean, you could tell at one point that Brady's looking around for weapons and he gets frustrated when there's drop passes tight end and he goes to Edelman as much as he can and he uses his weapons he's passing to Jacoby Myers which I thought was a law firm I I don't he's (laughs) he's really just finding people everywhere and he doesn't he can't really count with Josh Gordon who again got injured bringing down trying to stop the Giants defensive touchdown tonight but that's but that's the thing is that even though with even though he doesn't have any of these weapons that he's used to having they still haven't lost a game, and they haven't struggled at all, really. No, defensively, they haven't struggled. Offensively, offensively sure, they've struggled for – historically, the Patriots' offense has always been the stronger of the two. They're usually firing but, on more cylinders, but the scary but part still is – they've gotten it done. They're, first of all, they're undefeated, and in a way – Brady's this sleeping giant. I know. It's, he I, hasn't even really had to do anything – it's almost like load management. He's playing. They're not sitting him, but they're not leaning on him. Right. And that's scary to me because even at 42 years old, we know what Tom Brady is capable of. All right. One other thing that I do want to hit on in this is that for all the other teams in the AFC, this AFC division is totally up for grabs still. The the, the conference is absolutely up for grabs. I think it is. Here's why. We saw the Chiefs get handed their first loss last week. Almost two losses in a row had the Colts actually... The, look, the Colts are in play for this conference. The Texans are in play for this conference. We know that the Chiefs are. I don't think I've seen enough from the Browns yet. The Chargers are generally a team late in the season that mm-hmm. gets their act together, although we saw them in Foxborough in the playoffs last year, and nobody wants to see that again. But we know it's going to run through New England, but I could see somebody upsetting them. Mm-hmm. I could see it from the Ravens. I could see it from the Chiefs. I could even see it from the Colts in the the way we saw them beat the Chiefs last Sunday night. All right, there's plenty for us to get to. I'm really excited about Fantasy Fantasy, and I know you've got someone special on the struggle bus, and I really have to get to that. No, it is. Okay, so I'm breaking out my Harry's razor, Taylor, because I actually, sometimes I'll shave before I go to bed, which might seem strange, but saves me time in the morning. Well, you wake up at 4 a.m. I wake up at a ridiculous time to go hang out with Colin all day. I really do. But humans have been shaving for thousands of years. And the secret to a great shave, it's very simple. It hasn't changed much. It's that you just need a simple razor. Would Colin kick you out of the room if you ever didn't? If If I wasn't shaved? Yeah. No, no, he appreciates a little bit of scruff. He does, and I do. And I have generally a little bit of scruff. Is that why you make sure to shave first thing every morning? I I like to just maintain a certain aura, and I think I've done that. I think I'm very consistent with my look. I mean, you're seeing me right now in a very interesting sort of Thursday night football look, but... Normally, it's pretty consistent, and Harry's helps me with that because Harry's just gives me durable blades at a fair price. It's a close shave, an easy glide, a low price, two bucks a blade. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. There's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund. 
Listeners of Let's Catch Up can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get your weighted handle for a firm grip. You'll get a five-blade razor. You'll get rich shave gel with aloe to keep your skin very nicely hydrated, as you can see. And you'll get that travel blade cover so you can keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Harrys.com slash bluewire. Start shaving better today or tonight, whichever you'd rather. Okay, another big game this Sunday, Taylor. And we talked about this a little bit earlier this week because we could look ahead into the future, into the crystal ball. And we were very excited and impressed. And you were firsthand, up close and personal with the 49ers, Monday Night Football, the demolition of the Browns. I mean, that was an annihilation of the Browns on the field. As I had said earlier this week, it's as if the Niners were playing on a field without an opponent. But but the wings get tough. Yeah. And now and they're going to be in L.A. at the Rams. They just ran through the Bengals. This is the Niners. They ran through the Bengals, the Steelers, and then the Browns. So that's cute. Those are AFC North teams. They don't have to really worry about them. They don't play them yeah, a lot. But but now, I, again, we already talked about that. I, I don't think that's fair to say that. It's not just AFC North teams. Those were – You're right. People were scared about the Browns before they played the 49ers. But before we just – Anoint. I can't. I can't give the Niners the division. I can't say that they're a serious, significant contender in the NFC just yet, because what you do in they're your division—they're one of two unde- undefeated teams. Okay, you're right about that. But what you do in it in your division matters most. And this is not the AFC East. This is the NFC West, where you've got to deal with the yeah. NFC champions. No, I, I see. And the I see what you're saying. I see season, what you're saying. Who have been incredible? Who might have the MVP in Russell Wilson? But. Let's take it for what it is this weekend, Niners at Rams. Taylor, what do you expect to see on Sunday with Jimmy Garoppolo, who you're mildly interested in watching him play, from what I understand, right? Like, I just sort just of... A tad. I mean, whatever. He's he's okay, right? He, he's our... He's okay. He's worth watching. Uh-huh. Like, if you get a chance, just if you get a moment, right? No big deal. Okay. Garoppolo... It's like a light follows him. At the Rams, what are you expecting from this game? So, Todd Gurley has an injured quad... He's had an injured quad all week. We haven't really seen this Rams offense click the way that it had last year. Not at, at all. all. Not at all. I thought their best game probably was against the Seahawks in Seattle last week. But but they lost on that field goal at the very end. It's funny how your season is defined change. by such no by an inch. Yeah. By inches that your entire season because I think the Rams' entire arc of their season is entirely different if Zerline hits the kick, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's it's one of those things where Goff drives them down, they're in position to win the game, they miss the kick, and now their season, because now Gurley's hurt this week, looks entirely different. But Yeah, but hold on, but we have to give credit to Russell Wilson here, too, who, like we just said is having an MVP. He's on pace to potentially be the MVP this season. Well, 12 touchdowns and no interceptions. You can't be much he better has than that, right? the highest passer rating so far this season. And he, I think that he's leading the league in, is it touchdowns? I think I, I think it's, t- well, it's passer rating. I think it's actually what he's leading the league in, which is ridiculous. He's. I'll tell you what he is leading the league in for sure. And that's best touchdown pass of the season, no doubt about it. The throw he made to Tyler Lockett, which we all thought was a throwaway against the Rams, is, I think, going to stand as no, the touchdown No, he leads the league the in passing touchdowns and passer rating. So, there you go. That's the MVP right now. 
I think Christian McCaffrey will get some love on that. But oh, Russell totally. Wilson right now, they're going to give it to a quarterback. And I think Russell Wilson deserves it right now for what he's doing. But, but what do we NFC think that we're going to see? This NFC West is up for grabs. I don't think that anybody really knows what we're going to see, but it's going to be the first true, true, true difficult test for the 49ers. I just think having to go through I the really division like is where it starts. I really like what they – granted, I know you're going to say, well, they've played these these teams. These are I real like teams. what they've done. First of all, the Ravens they, is a real team, and so are the Browns. I think the Steelers at this point are just not 100%, and so we right. can't really judge that. But I think what they've done – to the Ravens and what they did to the Browns, those had been impressive teams at times this season, and I think those are very real wins. And frankly, you play who's on the schedule. I mean, that's just how it goes. I My only point was, I know it's going to take games like this against the Rams. Who What they do against the, what they the, do against the Rams right, and the Seahawks gonna, is going to spell their season. Right. Bottom line. 100%. And it starts this weekend. I, you know... I do, I do like what we saw from them on Monday night. Granted, now they are coming on a short week. But they really integrated George Kittle, who they had not integrated him really into their offense at all until this past game. He was a key part of it. And then Tevin Coleman was their second back that was featured, and he went off. Breda Breda and Tevin Coleman Coleman. were a one-two punch. It's scary what they're doing in the run game. Uh, what they did to the Browns in the running game really felt unfair, frankly. And Kittle, Kittle's been consistently part of their offense, but I think but not you can the sense, way that no, no, you can not sense the way that now, he was last season. Correct. No, last they got year, him in the game the way that he was last season on Monday. night. I felt like he was the best tight end in football last year. Actually, yeah. a lot of people weren't paying attention, but I felt like Kittle was, was the best top, tight end. He was in top three, and I think he was the best. I mean, he took over Sundays at that position, unlike anybody else last season. And this year, he hasn't had those type of breakout performances. But you're right. You saw it on Monday night. I think and we're going to see more of it on see Sunday. Is, is their defense. The Niners' defense is scary. It's very, very, it's what, very good. What, what Bosa did, Quan Alexander, I, the, the, that is a terrifying defense to go up against. Their front is Nearly impossible to stop. It was for the Browns. Granted, nobody thinks the Browns have an incredible offensive line, but the Niners are coming together at the right time. This is the game that's going to spell their season. It's going to start to spell their season because I think to this point, the undefeated is nice. But as I said, I'm really interested to see what yeah. they're going to do against no, the Niners. No, I'm excited to see it. All right. So, speaking of this game, which has a player that we're going to talk about in a second because I know you want to get to something really fun. Now, Struggle Bus, Taylor, let's explain this to everybody is you don't want to ride the struggle bus, okay? You do not want to ride the struggle bus at all. If Taylor is saying your name in this segment, this is bad news for you. I don't mind riding the bus. The bus can be nice. I nap on the bus oftentimes. It, it can be really It's great. got nice seats. I, I've missed, it's got air conditioning. It's not got nice seats. I'm not, I'm not missed, throwing somebody in my a... stop on the bus before. That's not as fun. But right. I'll ride a bus. I got no problem with that at all. I don't want to ride cross country necessarily. No, I, hopefully, hopefully when you... <laughs> We let you on on the bus. Hopefully, it just gives you more incentive to jump right off. That's it. But what you do is if you end up on this struggle bus, you got to watch out. It means that we got your eye on you, and it probably (laughs) means that you're ready to take a step in the right direction, but it means to this point, you really haven't. So who's on the struggle bus for you this week, Taylor? Who do you have your eye on that's been struggling a little bit that you want to kind of get on the bus? Because here's what we do. We invite you on the bus so that we can kind of talk to you, prop you up. You know, and just kind of straighten it's you out. It's therapeutic. It's it. That's it. We want to help you on the struggle bus. So we're going to invite you on the struggle bus in the hopes okay, that you're I'm not giving, here again. I'm giving my... I'm giving my... Give it to me. It's OBJ. Ooh! It's OBJ. Odell! Odell. 
four catches for 47 yards the last two games. Not great. Not good. Not great. Especially when you compare it to his counterpart. Jarvis. Jarvis Landry. two receiver. Right. Well, okay. How's he doing? supposed to be the number two receiver, but the How's he number been? one receiver. He's had 12 for 242. Is that good? It's really good. That's really good. Really good. Looks like a number one In one of those right games, it was eight for 167. Who so did they just, play that way? I can't gosh, remember. Gosh, I can't remember. I think God, it was the Ravens or something. Okay, weird. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But... This is this is very un and this is it, it's very un Odell like very un and you and you've got to give some of it to the fact like you said earlier he's a decoy and so they're these teams are putting their best corners and they're Certainly, double I mean, covering they're con- look, when Ozo, when Odell's uh, lined up on like the field Odell Beckham and so it's giving Jarvis Landry and other players to the ability to make a play and to get open no doubt about it. No doubt but for about right it. now, OBJ. No, I like it. Odell. All right, Odell. Get open. We're inviting you on the bus. We just want to talk to you for a little bit. Take you to the next stop. And then you're, I think you're going to do big things from here. I do. All right, I'm going to invite one person on the struggle bus. And it may seem kind of obvious, but Todd Gurley. We talked about the NFC West. We talked about the three teams that are in contention for the NFC West. And it's, of course, the Niners the Rams and the Seahawks. But how much and of this is, do you think that it's the Rams just kind of I think overall trying I think, to keep him healthy and then using him later when they absolutely need him? You're right to about be, that. I've talked about load management. I like what you're saying here. I think it's the smart and proper way to be utilizing Todd Gurley. I he's don't not understand. a three down back. They now know that. I don't understand why they're not getting the rookie Henderson involved more. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. They loved him out of Memphis, and yet they're not utilizing him. And I don't know if it's because they're protecting Gurley here, but Gurley is 18th in rushing in the league. He's supposed to be top five. Something is up there, and the fact that the hamstring isn't right this week. Look, I liked what he did. I thought the way they started the game in Seattle was right. They were giving the ball to Gurley. They were making a point. You can tell he was making a point. But he's frustrated. Something is up. He's frustrated when he's talking to people. And I just want to, again, I just want to invite him up. Look, he signed through 2023. He got a $60 million extension, 45 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But he shouldn't be 18th in rushing, no matter what's going on. Todd Gurley is a special player. I still think he's probably the most special, dynamic, offensive player on that team. He is. Ugh, he I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. He is. I cannot give it to Cooper Cup. I've got to give it to I Cooper Cup. I cannot give it to Cooper Cup. I still think Todd Gurley is that guy. So no, he is the second manager of that we're offense. Todd, we're just, we're stuck. Todd, come on up. We're just going to talk to you for a second. That's it. We just want to talk to you for a little bit. We want you off the struggle bus. We yeah. do. We want you off the struggle bus, but we just had to invite you on for this. But hold on. I'm going back to your, going back to your thing. I'm going to, I'm going to make my argument for Cooper Cup okay, and say me, that he is the second manager like on that offense. He Field general, if you will. Absolutely is. I think Jared Goff is a different player once he's when he's on the field. He is a red zone target. He plays out of the slot. He really does it all. No doubt. So I'm going to give the most dynamic offensive player. You're giving it to Cooper Cup. I'm giving it to Cooper. Okay, Cup. I'm going to say through the course of the course of 17 weeks, 16 games, if the Rams want to be where they're trying to go again, they need a running back. Todd Gurley's going to have to be the most dynamic yeah. player on that team because they got to the NFC Championship to the Super Bowl last year. And Cooper Cup wasn't a part of that. Yeah. And it's because Todd Gurley is the special player. 
that he normally is, which we have not seen this season. All right, before we get to yay or nay and fantasy fantasy. I've got to tell you about something. Please do. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time consuming, as we both know. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at axiosports.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. Sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who gets caught up on the day before it even begins but not for Sam because he gets up at three o'clock in the morning. It's ridiculous. And but best I, of all, I send you links from Axios. You do. do. Yeah. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try to for free 99 at sports.axios.com. Brilliant. Trust us. This it's works. Amazing. And it's so much easier than, than going scouring through the internet on your everything. own. It's, it comes to you. I mean, isn't that, isn't that the world we're in? This is the Postmates of sports production right here. Postmates will bring this to your inbox. It's the equivalent of this cake we're eating. It really is. Delivered straight to you. Just you walk in, you sniff around, boom, there it is. Axios. It's so easy. All right. Time for something new. Cousin Jack. Crazy Cousin Jack. I'm a fan. You are now. Okay, I warn you, but yes, you are now. But crazy, Jack, we got to get you on the pod. I think we're going to have to because he's got a lot of big ideas, including this, which and is, he doesn't hold back on his critiques. No, if you look, if you follow us at Scares Let's Catch Up sometimes. NFL, sometimes on Instagram, when we're dropping a podcast, check I'm out, shaking in my boots to know what he's going to say. What cousin Jack, who's also known as the Phantom, check him out at Let's Catch Up NFL. But he came up with something very interesting this week. It is a fantasy fantasy. What would be your fantasy fantasy for this week? Now, what we're going to do is we're each going to choose two players that we think are going to star this weekend. And we're going to add up all the little points between the two and decide which one of us is buying cake for the next week, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Now, you get to lead off in this little draft and tell me who you'd like for this week for your fantasy fantasy. In fact, give me both players and then I'll give you both of mine real quick. Okay. All right? Give it to me. I'm, I'm going to do Mark Ingram. The Bengals I, I have, have given up the most fantasy points to running backs this season. 37.98 points per game. Oof. They've also allowed the most rushing touchdowns to running Yuck. backs this season with nine. Yuck. Ingram has six rushing touchdowns, the second most in the league. It's a favorable matchup. I'm going with Mark Ingram. Okay. You stole that one. That's a great one. That's an excellent one. It's, it's a favorable matchup. All right. Who else you got? And then I'm going to go Matt Ryan. Another favorable matchup against the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, I don't even think you have to say much more. He's going against the Cardinals this week. And Matt Ryan is eager and scratching for a win. And Matt Ryan has not put up terrible numbers this season either. No, but the record, not. The record does not indicate that at one and four, but Matt but Ryan. But even the has fantasy been numbers that. that he's put up this season have not been. He's ready for a breakout. Yeah. I think he is due, as they say. All right, so you've got Ingram and Matt Ryan. I'll go quarterback first on this one. I think there's going to be a shootout of epic proportions this weekend. I think it's going to be similar to the 54-51 Rams-Chiefs game we saw on Monday Night Football last season. I think it is this week between Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And no, I'm not taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm circling Deshaun Watson 
coming off his five touchdown performance against yeah. the Falcons last weekend. Absolutely. Now, there's a big difference here in Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes last year was sacked 26 times. Okay, that's a nice number, 26. In comparison, Deshaun Watson was sacked last year 62 times. 62. That's, you know what that is? That's gross. That's gross. That's gross, as I like to say. That's gross. But when he was sacked zero against Atlanta, he threw for five touchdowns. And I think against the Chiefs and against their fairly soft secondary and that fairly soft defense overall, even though it's improved from last season, improved from last I expect season. Watson to go off in this game, win or lose, in Kansas City. The other guy I've got, we're going to have to wake and up early for this one. And that's one of the problems with the Chiefs, which I am curious to see how they're going to correct that this week, is because one thing that we talked about the other day was clock management and controlling the time of possession and that's something that the chiefs need they, to do a better job of chiefs lost because bad 22 to 37 because i mean it, this is certainly not a bad problem to have but mahomes is so efficient at getting the ball down the field and scoring that they don't control the clock as much as they really should and he shouldn't be on the sideline that long bottom line is you want mahomes on the field with the ball that's the whole game plan for the right. Chiefs. Uh, the other guy I'm taking real quick, we're both going to have to wake up early for this one, Christian McCaffrey in London going oh, against the Buccaneers. Gosh. Now, well, that you is see, not see, oh, God, fair. But, but wait a second. Christian McCaffrey. The Bucks have the second-best rush defense in the league, so it's not a favorable matchup. I just think, well, however, that week doesn't to week— matter. Okay, the only reason why I'm going to give you this one is because so far the worst game that Christian McCaffrey's had this season was against the we Bucks. We were sitting right here, fourth down, with the game on the line, and the Bucks stopped him. Yes, I but still, it's Christian McCaffrey who every single team, we've spoken about this too, every single team knows exactly what player they need to stop, and it's CMC, and he still manages to, okay, so the Bucks entire to lead game the entire play. league in okay, rushing. While they're over there sipping tea. No, no, not only rushing, he leads the entire team in yards. Well, let's just the, the entire league. Here's what's great about fantasy fantasy. I can fantasize about whatever I want here, and I'm fantasizing that Christian McCaffrey <laughs> in London going against the Bucks is going to get me more points along with Deshaun Watson. Than well, then Martin I'm going to fantasize that I think that the Patriots are going to go to the AFC Championship game. Okay, uh, look, it's a good fantasy to have. I think it's an interesting <laughs> one. It's fairly predictable. I'm going to Sean and McCaffrey. We'll see how it goes. It, it's it's my cute little fantasy for London, and we'll see what happens. It's cute. Your numbers were, I think your players were maybe potentially Taylor did a little better homework than Sam on this one. I'll give you that. I will. Mine was a little obvious with McCaffrey. But, like I said, not a great matchup for mm -hmm. him. This is not McCaffrey going against Arizona. This is going against Tampa, and they do have the second-best rush defense in the league. So, yeah. It's no, not a right. given. It's not, right. it's not right. a given. Right. All right. Very crucial part of the show now. Yay or nay, which is That's pretty him. simple. And we're going quick. Shaking this is paper This is going to be rapid, rapid fire. fire here, all right? We are going quick through the games we have not hit on at all yet. And this is going to be fun. Now, I will start us off, and we simply make a statement about a game coming up this weekend. Yay or nay. And you just got to pick one of the two. So, Taylor... Washington at Miami, we classify this game as gross, by the way. Washington at Miami, somebody's got to win. Bill Callahan, in his first game as interim head coach, will get the Redskins in the win column at Miami, and my guy Josh Rosen, yay or nay? I'll say yay. That's cute. It is. That's, it is no, it's adorable. I, you know what? I think the Redskins have been competitive in spots this season. Yeah. They're going back to Keenum. I, I think that's a good call on your end. All right, what do you got for me? 
Minnesota bounced back last week. Big time against the Giants, yeah. Big time. Kirk Cousins is going to Uh keep his streak going and beat the Eagles. Eagles. My Eagles. Your Eagles. Nay or nay? At home. I'm going to say nay because I'm going with my heart a little bit. I think the Eagles know they've got a tough stretch on the road. They've got and three they've straight got on the road coming up. up secondary. They do have a banged up secondary still. And Cousins, actually, if you look at it, has some incredible numbers against the Eagles. When he was the Redskins quarterback, he really did own the Eagles. I'm just going to say that I think if the Eagles are going to have a season that matters at all, they're going to have to win a game like this. And I just happen to think that they are beginning to come around. They're not going to have Deshaun again, but I think they're going to figure out a way to win in Minnesota. I'm going to say nay to Kirk Cousins getting that win. All right. I want to do two in a row. Okay, go for it. Give it to me. Teddy Bridgewater (sighs) will continue his streak Amazing. and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Wow. Against Minshew. Minshew mania. uh, Who's licking his wounds a little bit. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say yay. I think it's just more fun. If the Saints don't lose a game without Breeze, I'm sorry, Which that's is an incredible story. Utterly it is. Incredible. And I think it's going to be a, t- a tougher game than you think in Jacksonville. They Gardner are, Minshew looks. The fact that Foles played a quarter. He's the best quarterback quarter, that the Jaguars have had. The, the fact that Foles played a quarter this season and Jacksonville has their head above water and is in contention in the AFC South is remarkable to me. All right, I'm giving you one here. Now, this is one we talked a little bit about, but. Cincinnati, who is still looking for their first win, is in Baltimore where you have Mark Ingram going, and I know you think he's going to have a big game, but how about this? I'll make it. How about this? Lamar Jackson will throw for 300 yards or more against the Bengals, yay or nay? That's like, that's what he did in the Miami game, basically. I mean, it's, but can he do it again? This would be the team, I would think, but. I'm going to say nay because I think that the Ravens are going to try and run the ball more simply because the Bengals do have the second worst run defense in the league. Yeah. Okay. That's a good call. That's a good call. All right. What do you got for me here? Uh, hmm. This is a tough game. It is. It is. This is a tough one. I don't really know how I feel about this, but go give it to me. Come on. Atlanta. Oof. Or hold on. Cliff Kingsbury. And Kyler Murray are coming off their first one of the season. Yeah. They're going to keep it going. Two in a row here, huh? And go two in a row against the Falcons All at right. home. Kingsbury and Murray go two in a row facing the Falcons. I'm going to say I'm going to say nay. I think the Falcons are better than their record, and I think the Falcons are going to find a way to win on the road. They've been awful at home anyway, so it doesn't matter where they're playing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to give it up my guy Matt who keeps texting me and tweeting at us about the Falcons. I'm going to say the Falcons they get the win here. They get their second win. All right, Taylor. Tennessee at Denver. Oof. Man, I don't know what the Titans are this season. I really don't. But the Broncos got their first win of the season in a game inexplicably that the Chargers didn't really show up in. So Vic Fangio gets his second win of the season against the Titans with Denver playing at home. Yay or nay? I'm going to say yay. Denver two wins. Yeah, Denver really should have earned your guy Flacco. They should have. You could argue they have three wins. They really should have three wins instead of one this season. Two walk-off field goals beat yeah. them this year. So I think you're right. Denver's play in the right direction. And Tennessee is just so up and down. All right. Uh, I'm going go to go Dak Prescott oh, throws for 300 or more yards against the New York Jets. By the way, Sam Darnold is back. Welcome back, He's Sam. He's back from mono. Welcome back, Sam. And uh, Lavian Bell, by the way, who I think is 
Still not had. He's been steady this season, but he hasn't had a breakout game, and he did not. No, take I almost over thought about putting team. him on the struggle so bus. I, was, ooh, I think I we did. go one more week. I'd, I'd like to see him. But, I, but the thing is, you know, why I didn't put him on the struggle bus is because it's not his fault. Because his front are just not protecting him here's, at all. Here's a number you don't. want They're not hear. blocking for him. They're not doing anything. If you're anywhere near an offensive line, you know what number you don't want to hear? It's ten. If I'm talking about ten sacks, and that's what the Jets gave up against the Eagles, ten, ten. Luke Fox sacks mm. to the Eagles. So I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, yeah, first of all, you know I love Dak. Yeah, Dak's going 300 yeah, against the Jets do. in New York. Absolutely, yay, 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 yay. All right, how about this one? Steelers at Chargers. This was an excellent game last season. It was in Pittsburgh, but it was really the beginning of the Chargers turning their season around last year. They won without Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is back now for the Chargers. Steelers at the Chargers. The Chargers get back on track after that ugly, ugly win. Ugly. The Chargers beat the Steelers in L.A. Sunday night football, yay or nay, Taylor. I'm going to say yay. I mean, it's, at this point, yeah. Steelers It's Devlin Hodges. I'm going to say yay. I, I like it. Okay, that's an easy one. All right, let's finish off with a humongous game Monday night. We can both chime in on this one. But what do you got for me, Taylor? I just want – this one's going to be simple. I just want to know, do you think that the Lions – do you think the Lions are going to beat the Packers? So Lions beat the Packers in Green Bay Monday night, yay or nay? I'm going to say – I'm going to say nay. You're saying nay? Then you know what? For the fun of what we're doing here, I'm going to say yay because I really am torn. And I don't think Green I'm Bay torn is necessarily – I don't think – Green Bay is not an automatic at Lambeau either. It's not just It's not just a foregone the, conclusion. That no, the Lions have won four out of the last five. I think they won four, four in a row. straight. They won four in a row against the Packers, which yeah. is crazy. They actually – they shut them out last year to end the season, and they knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the game. The Lions have been sneakily impressive this season, and I don't know exactly what to make of it, but I think this game will tell us a lot, much like I think the Niners. We're going to learn a lot about them going up against the Rams. I think the Lions You never told me. Who did you think the about Packers. the Niners-Rams? As far as winning the game flat out. You think the Rams? I think the Rams, based on what the Bucks did to them at home, mm-hmm. really feel like they can't put up that kind of performance at home again, and I'm going to say they give the Niners the first blemish on the record. I think it's yeah. going to be a remarkably competitive game. But certainly overall, won't be a blemish yeah. on Jimmy's face. But guess what we're going to do? Let's catch up. We're going to do it again. Jimmy's going to be fun. We might have Jimmy's a surprise for the next one. That would be exciting. But that we can't tell you what. No, we can't. But right now, the surprise is... So I guess you'll just have to catch up with us. Catch up? Let's catch up. Tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us. Tell us what you want to hear about. Please do. At Taylor Bashotti. At Sam Batesh. I promise you, Jack, we didn't take it personally. <laughs>